0: I don't want to be strong like man who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Hey,
1: everybody. It is Sydney and Amber and our lovely Bitch Versus Bear podcast. Yay! Episode number three. Number
0: three. Yeah. Awesome. We're so excited to be coming back to you for the third time, uh, trying out um, continuing to try out our, uh, video format, uh, for those of you on Spotify, I think is the only one that does the video. Um, yeah. So we are this week talking about, what are we talking about? Healthy holiday eating, um, or not so healthy holiday eating. I live next to the train tracks. There's the train. Um, I forgot about that. We were worried about the people in the hall. Um, uh, Yeah, so we're approaching holidays. Uh, The next big one coming up, obviously, is Thanksgiving. Um, This is a holiday that, of course, brings together friends and family, uh, but also focuses primarily on food. Um, And Thanksgiving is not just an American holiday, right? It's celebrated in Canada, St. Lucia, Liberia? Liberia. Liberia. Okay. And Granada. Germany and Japan also have similar festive holidays. Um, Yeah. So we're going to be talking about food this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love food. I'm Mm -hmm. so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I just like had to take a minute and be like, ah, food. Okay. So a quick rundown for... Uh, those of us who don't have a super in-depth history of Thanksgiving, most of us probably got our like kindergarten version. Um I know I put on several plays in elementary school that revolved around this holiday. Um, it got to make like, you know, the hand turkeys and um I remember one year it got to build like a hat, like the pilgrim hat. Uh, that was that was super fun. So the basic premise of Thanksgiving in America is a celebration of harvest and to give thanks or a blessing for the previous year. So as Americans, we generally model our Thanksgiving after the pilgrims, you know, the English colonists of Plymouth and the Wampanoag people. Uh, New England colonists regularly actually celebrated Thanksgiving days. Um, So there was multiple throughout the year and it was like a day of prayer for like a bunch of different things. Like it could be like, the end of a drought, or a military victory, or a successful harvest. So Thanksgiving Day did not become an official holiday until Northerners started to dominate the federal government. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't until Lincoln, on actually October 3rd, 1863, during the Civil War, he proclaimed a national day of Thanksgiving be observed on Thursday, November 26th of that year. So every president thereafter, with a few exceptions, um, chose the last day, the last Thursday in November. But it was our our uh, protagonist, Franklin D. Roosevelt. I feel like he comes up a lot in history because he did so much. Um, He actually with a joint resolution with Congress in 1941. So like almost over 100 years that he issued a proclamation uh, designating the fourth Thursday in November, which is not always the last Thursday in November. So that sometimes gets a little confusing as Thanksgiving. Why do you do that? Well, to extend the Christmas shopping season and boost the economy, of course, like everybody else. (laughs) So. Everybody out there who's getting angry about, like, Christmas decorations going up before Thanksgiving, this is not a new thing. (laughs) Like, people are like, like they're like getting all mad and puffed up about it. It's like, well, no, this has been going on for a while. Like, even Frankie D. Roosevelt was like, wait, we let's push back Thanksgiving so we can extend the shopping holiday season. So, like, you're not really getting angry at anything new. And... So, yeah. But that's maybe another episode.
0: (laughs) That's a whole other topic. (laughs) That's a whole other topic.
1: So, that's the general premise of our American Thanksgiving.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, that's our general. Now, what does your Thanksgiving usually look like, Sid?
1: So, my Thanksgiving looks probably like a... um, Say a lot of people because like I find that Thanksgiving is s- such a cool holiday, right? Because it, it really is a focus on food, and that was the premise of like, okay, we had a really successful harvest, but depending on where you live in the country, your harvests look very different, right? Like in the South, you're not growing a lot of potatoes, but in Maine, you're growing a lot of potatoes. So, like, the food should be represented representing. representing what is kind of like locally grown, or at least that's how it originated. So when people say like a typical Thanksgiving, like I think that leaves a lot of room because everybody's typical Thanksgiving should be really different and varied, I think, like hopefully.
0: You would think, although I would be willing to bet that in our modern times, where people aren't growing their own food and have their own harvest, (laughs) Um, I'd be willing to bet that a lot of people eat a lot of the same things. Probably, because now they're mass-produced, right?
1: So, like, you know, the cranberry out of a can, which is what a fun concoction that is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So my typical Thanksgiving is, like, usually uh, friends and family gather around the table. We usually have, like, one or two... Friends, depending on what they were doing or like where they needed to go, um, who would join us. But it was usually pretty intimate. And then when I was growing up, uh, it was split between so like one one aunt or uncle from my dad's side would host, and so it was like it ended up being a lot of like shuffling around. But Mm -hmm. as I started to get older, it became less of the more less of the shuffling around and more of like an intimate family dinner. And we always ate, like, around, like, two or three in the afternoon. I know times, like, vary. Um, but that's when we we always ate. It was, like, kind of mid-afternoon. So it was, like, it was mm-hmm. in between lunch and dinner. So you could skip both. Well, that seems sad. That's yeah. That is kind of sad.
0: <laughs>
1: it's okay. It's delicious.
0: So, I have Amber, what's your... It is good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. You've been to our Thanksgiving. Um, So what was your typical Thanksgiving like growing up?
0: Um, So, again, divorce, parent, shuffle. Um, It always varied. So on my mom's year, um, we usually had it. I feel like we usually hosted and had um, like sometimes extended family come, like grandparents or something, um, come to our house. And we'd, my mom, I say we, use that term loosely. My mom would do a ton of cooking. She'd make a big turkey. Um, and, you know, there were some veggies involved, but it was mostly turkey and rolls and potatoes and a broccoli casserole, which was minimal broccoli, mostly cheese, um, which was one of my favorites, I loved it. Uh, And then on my dad's year, um, usually it was spent with his side of the family, which when my grandmother was still um, in good health meant gathering at the farmhouse. So I come from farming families. Uh, so we'd all gather there and we did a noontime meal. So because farmers, we needed to keep to that schedule because my uncles who were still working on the farms needed to get back out and do their chores and things. Um, so we did at noontime so that everyone could come and enjoy time together, um, and get dessert and a little bit of that socializing time before they had to go back, uh, to do chores and things. Um. So that was always fun. That was always more of a potluck style. So my someone would do the turkey. My grandmother would do a few dishes. Um, there was always a sugar pie involved, which is still my absolute favorite dessert. Um, For our listeners out there, please explain what a sugar pie is. I I can't even explain what it is. It's just delicious. It's I'm pretty sure it's just sugar in some kind of suspended in some kind of filling that's just put in a pie dish. I'm
1: so curious. I've never had sugar pie. I don't know what this
0: is, um, but I'm sure it's got like some other well-known name, but like it was always sugar pie. You will
1: accent. I'm going to make Amber find and put it in the show notes so you all can uh figure out how to make sugar pie. Um,
0: yeah, so we always had that. Uh it was always a huge thing cuz my dad has a very large family. Um, and most of He's the youngest of eight, so like most of the folks would would get together with, you know, the aunts, and uncles, the cousins, all the things. We put like three tables together in the kitchen. It was great. Um, so yeah, that was that was my typical Thanksgiving. Awesome.
1: So you you alluded to one of your favorite things, which is sugar pie. What other like things do you look forward to at Thanksgiving? And uh, follow following that up is there anything that you eat regularly so like is there anything that's the kind of like oh i don't wait until thanksgiving to have this i just like enjoy this all year round or is or is there anything that you're like no i only eat that on thanksgiving
0: Mm. um I mean potatoes I eat year round um, <laughs> uh, I think the only time a year my mom ever made broccoli casserole was Thanksgiving and sometimes Christmas. Um, yeah, I don't eat a lot of those foods um, year round. I'm also a vegetarian now, so like I also don't eat. The turkey portion of that. I know at your house last year, my main dish was your mom's mac and cheese, um, which is the way I like it. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Yes. Um,
1: my my mom's mac and cheese, which is my grandmother's recipe, is a baked mac and cheese for anybody wondering. Um, and it is, it, it's really good. It's, it's super good. There's a lot of different cheeses involved in making of that it's it's kind of time consuming so okay so So that's interesting yes yes we we actually do eat that year round so like mac and cheese like if somebody gets a hankering or if it's like a birthday like my mom will make the mac and cheese it is a little labor intensive but not so labor intensive that it's only made once a year yeah um which i I think is kind of interesting like there. are there is something in our household. We, we do sausage stuffing as our stuffing. Um, and it is not a stovetop stuffing. It's also baked. It's also a family recipe. It used to be way more labor intensive. <laughs> uh, the story goes is my great grandfather would bust out like the hand sausage grinder and like put it on the edge of the counter in the kitchen and grind his own sausage oh for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Um, and the recipe comes from his mom, who is French-Canadian, like you, Amber, um, So, <laughs> and also farmers. And so it's like a really hearty bread. It's it's a lot
0: of meat. There's a lot yes. of meat in there. They um, have also it, had your sausage stuffing, and it is a very hearty dish. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it really is. But that is one of the only things I think at thanksgiving that we just that's a that's a thanksgiving only dish also because like the recipe the way you make it is you need some things from your turkey and nowadays i don't know if you've ever you probably haven't run into this but we ran into this last year like post thanksgiving it was really hard to find a turkey until like christmas time like turkeys are not available year-round in like their like turkey form. You can like find turkey breasts, you can find turkey drumsticks, and you can find like ground turkey, but you can't find like a whole turkey to just like roast. It's really hard.
0: I guess I never noticed that.
1: Yeah. So it was really interesting. And again, this probably gets into the whole like, you know, manufacturing for a single day and you know they're they're having to, for lack of a better word grow their turkeys. Like we're not going out and everybody's not hunting their own fowl you know nowadays. Um, And it's interesting that we eat turkey because I did a lot of research and coming up to this episode and it was most likely that um, they were eating like duck and grouse and goose because it was probably more accessible to the the folks at the time. Like turkeys were probably actually harder to come by. That's Um, interesting. Yeah, they're actually really hard to hunt. They're kind of stealthy. Like, they're little dinosaurs. I, I've seen them, but I've never tried to, like, hunt them. And I've only, like, encountered a turkey, like, a close and personal one time, and that's because we accidentally hit it with a car. But <laughs> <laughs> Which, oddly enough, we were coming home from, like, Christmas, another holiday in which a lot of families will eat turkey. So I felt kind of bad about that. Mm-hmm. Just a little side note. <laughs> Shelby was driving, and all I could do was yell, turkey, turkey, turkey! Um, as we barreled towards it at 60 miles an hour. So, uh, yeah, it was it was really cool, and he just went up in a plume of feathers. <laughs> it was, so oh. It was a little bit of a traumatic experience for both of us, but, mm-hmm. yeah. But, so, turkey's hard, actually, to hunt. Um, so, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I really like sausage stuffing around the holidays and yeah okay so moving away from our favorite which we've covered is sugar pie (laughs) sausage stuffing which is mostly just sausage mac and cheese and potatoes did i get that right yeah those are like the okay (laughs) obviously obviously there's been this trend in recent years of, like, let's make healthy Thanksgiving food.
0: And you you probably, you know how I feel about this word. This I order. do. I this, do know. We had a long conversation the other day about it. <laughs> so, okay. What does healthy healthy food
1: mean to you, Amber? We'll start there. We'll start, like, simple. What does healthy food mean to you?
0: Oh, no. Um... Healthy food. What does healthy food mean to me? I realize I should have thought about this before, but I skipped over that question because I guess I didn't want to think about it when I was reviewing our notes. <laughs> um, I guess for me it means finding – trying to find foods that are more whole foods, not as processed. Um Trying to find things that are local, especially if I'm going to eat meat, trying to find locally sourced, um, ethically, you know, meat. Um, Let's see. Trying to get veggies in there um, to balance out my carbs. (laughs) Because you know how I love carbs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just trying to find the balance of, like, greens and whole foods and the sugary, delicious carbs that I love. Um, I guess that's what healthy, eating healthy means to me. Cool. Cool.
1: I like that. Yeah, I, I would say I probably in a similar vein of, like, okay, whole foods, like, you know, if it's not in the middle of the, the supermarket, right, like, it's not, it doesn't come in a box
0: it's mm-hmm. um,
1: not dehydrated Um, like it's it's in it's like pretty natural state like yeah if I like pick up a carrot I want it to look like it came out of the ground not but and that's not to say that's not to say that there isn't really great good whole foods in say canned and frozen forms right because right. like before refrigeration like canning was huge and and there's nothing wrong with it like pickles are delicious right like that's canning um and they're, they're <laughs> which pickles yeah. that's a whole other thing um i i like to joke about pickles because like have you seen any of those? like um she's british and she's like um she talked about like oh here in england we call it autumn because it's the fall equino- or the autumn equinox, blah, 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 in America, we're like, it's fall, because leaves fall down. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> in other parts of the country, they don't call them pickles. Like, pickling is the process of the cucumber. But here in America, we're like, these are pickles, because they're in a pickle form. Like... It, it's
0: What do it's- they call them elsewhere,
1: then? Well, have you... Like, cornichons? What? Like, cornichons? Like, the little pickled cucumbers they're called corner are huh. like french in there or gherkins their gherkins they're, huh. they're the type of like little cucumber that they pickle so that huh. that's why they're called that but here in america anything that we put in a pickling brine is a pickle
0: no only cucumbers are pickles no well yeah but
1: only here in america Like you can pickle a lot of things. Like you can pickle red
0: onions. It
1: doesn't make it up.
0: You don't call pickled onions pickles. Pickles are pickles. Nope.
1: They're cucumbers. (laughs) I need to be good on this. I don't know. Back to healthy foods. Candy is great. Don't don't knock it. Is really what that means.
0: (laughs) Frozen, Frozen vegetables are okay. Frozen
1: vegetables are great. Um, that's, that's how we got here. So, okay. Going back to healthy foods. I have a a very strong feeling about healthy foods around the holidays. One, because it takes a lot of work to deem like, what is healthy? Like it's a spectrum, right? Like, okay. You know, there's a lot of things that can fall into that category. I think the celebration of food is really cool. And we have this trend. Recently, of like, make your healthy alternative, and instead of having mashed potatoes, which by the way come from the ground, they're a whole food, yeah, they got some carbs, they got some sugar, but like, they're grown, they're not processed, they taste delicious. But instead, we're gonna have cauliflower, which by the way is also a carb and a sugar. (laughs) So it's like, is it really an alternative? You're just making a swap, like, they're not. Yeah, what you're talking about is, like, your mashed potatoes probably also have an entire stick of butter and salt in them. I mean, obviously. But the but mashed steak- potato <laughs> itself isn't unhealthy, right?
0: Like... No. It comes from the ground. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's delicious. make that cauliflower taste good, what do you think I'm going to put on it? Exactly. A stick of butter and salt. <laughs> so, so, that's my, like,
1: little bit of a rant, is like, why why are we spending time trying to make whole foods like sweet potatoes are great for you? Turkey is delicious. Is the gravy? Yes, the gravy is delicious. You don't like gravy. That's why I tried to like Yeah. I would I would point out that earlier in the show, gravy did not make the list of like top things at Thanksgiving.
0: Not on my list, nope, nope.
1: Um so like this This weird, like, shift that we've seen from, like, celebrating harvest and whole foods, which I would argue still appear on a lot of people's tables, right? Like, mashed potatoes still appears on a lot of people's tables. Turkey still appears Mm -hmm. on a lot of people's tables. Uh, Sweet potato. They might candy them, but, you know. From (laughs) Vermont, we put ours in maple syrup. Delicious. Sweet potato and maple syrup. Try it. Mm. But again, it's like a celebration. And I think there's just been this cultural shift away from celebrating these, these harvests and these foods and, and moving towards processed things, which has then in turn led to, well, here, let's make some alternatives, which I, I don't necessarily think are any better. So it's just a weird dynamic that we're seeing nowadays. What are are your thoughts, Amber? Like, what do you think about this? Because, like, as a vegetarian, right? Because, like, the main dish at Thanksgiving is, like, hey, we took this really big bird. Oh, and then, by the way, we stuffed it full of carbs. (laughs) Which, by the way, you
0: shouldn't be stuffing your turkey anymore. Like, stop doing that if you're doing that. It's weird. It is weird. I never really understood that. Just why does it have to be in the turkey? Just, Just make it a side. Make it its own thing. Yeah celebrate it on its own why does
1: it have to be like come out of the turkey
0: it's so weird I don't okay anyways um I mean you know me I always say everything in moderation you know I think like yes a lot of what's ending up on our tables is from the ground from the earth. Um, we add a lot of things to it that make it more unhealthy. But I mean, it's one day is my feeling like you're not going to totally derail your entire life on one meal. Right. Like it's it's one meal. OK, maybe two or three, depending on how long your leftovers go and how many teenage boys you have in your house. But. Okay. <laughs> um, But, like, it's still, it's one day. Just eat the turkey, eat the mashed potatoes, eat the sugar pie, have your three glasses of wine. I don't know. Enjoy yourself, right? Like, that's what the day is for. Yeah. And you can go back to your normal diet the next day. Put your leftover turkey on a salad. Make a sandwich out of the rolls. I don't know. Like, there are things that you can do with your leftovers, even that are healthier than having them all as a full meal, right? Yeah. Um, and even if you enjoy that full meal of butter-laden food for a week, so what? Like, in the grand scheme of things, is it really that big a deal?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, like, there's so much, like, stress and pressure around the holidays. And, you know, see we... our last episode. To your last episode. Why are we making it more stressful to be like, okay, well, don't make this because I am only eating paleo right now and I don't want the temptation, or I'll bring my own dishes and I'll eat a completely different meal from everybody else. So, like, and if bad. you have allergies and those kinds of things, totally understandable. Yes. But I think a lot of people are putting way too much pressure on this single day and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's going to going to break my my diet it's like no like i think we've all heard the 80 20 rule when it comes to like that like 80% of the time eat you know whole foods try and you know avoid sugar blah 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 yeah. right and then the other 20% of the time like indulge a little like you're still human and we crave things like sugar like there's some biological things that we're going to are going to be hard pressed to suppress be like, ah. no and we I'm sure we can all agree that, you know, avoidance and, like, cutting things out completely usually doesn't work long term. Like, it's not very sustainable. Um, and why why pick the one day that's a uh, celebration of food to try and do that and try and maintain that? Gosh,
0: Well, like, obviously, we're not, like, talking about food allergies. That's, like, a whole different thing. This is just moderation for folks that can eat these foods right um and if you're worried about temptation don't take home leftovers or send your guests home with more leftovers right like remember you don't we'll to always take
1: the leftovers I've, I've given i've done that to you
0: yes yes you have <laughs> and i'm not angry about it ever yeah i want that temptation
1: I want that. I want to challenge
0: myself every day to say yes. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I want that in for a week.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I guess another uh, another way to approach it is like what kind of like viewing it. We're so good at setting goals for ourselves. And I know a lot of people practice goal setting and, and doing that kind of stuff. And so like approaching it as like, okay, what's my goal? for this day. Is is my goal to continue to do my 80-20? Is this a day that I really want to focus on eating well and it's not in the 20% today? Is it, you know, is my goal or my intention today to indulge a little bit and like have a little bit of fun? Is it really just to be around family and friends and like whatever happens happens and like I'm just going to eat a normal meal? and And that's just a way if you're somebody who's like, well, I need I need a direction for the day because otherwise I'm just gonna end up willy nilly. Like set a goal for the day then. That's a good way to help yourself kind of be like, okay, what's what is today really about? And how do I get through today? Is today about the day that I have three glasses of wine? Because I don't any other time. Like that's okay. If that's your goal for the day.
0: (laughs) That's always my goal. (laughs) Can I reach three? <laughs> can i stay awake long enough to reach three
1: right yeah or is your day a, is your goal like to d- take a nap like some people only nap on thanksgiving like what what a great goal to have for that day yeah, nice, babe. yeah. So, so there's there's a little bit of r2 cents on the holiday uh just a little bit for everybody we could probably make this like a two hour long episode, but we won't.
0: (laughs) We're going to try and split up the food talk. I know, I know Sydney was uh, very passionate about this subject when we spoke earlier in the week. (laughs) I was, I think I, I think I honed it in. I think it's really just about
1: like, okay, if it's a day to celebrate the food, celebrate the food and whatever that means to you and you know, don't, don't cause yourself more stress by trying to, to make healthy alternatives and research swaps and, you know, how do I make cookies without sugar? Like, yeah. why?
0: <laughs> just eat the butter, eat the cookie. It'll be okay. Unless you're, like, allergic to gluten or something, then don't do that. But,
1: you know. But if it's just because you're, like, on the uh, – you know, a weight loss or a health kick or whatever it might be. Like, Thanksgiving might not be the day to try and do all those things. Maybe just let the day be the day.
0: Yeah. You'll get back on track tomorrow. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. And you'll have had a fun day. Awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, whatever your goal is, whatever your expectation is for the day, just try not to get too wrapped up in the stress of it. Um, like, we have been talking about you know the holidays are already a stressful time just do what you can to minimize your stress if that is Mm -hmm. making sure that what you're eating is healthy for you then do that that's okay but if your stress is coming from trying to make it healthy (laughs) maybe let that go for this one day um yeah, enjoy the holidays, enjoy the time with family, if that's what you're doing, or with friends, or with food. Um, and yeah, celebrate celebrate the food, celebrate the natural harvest, and make sure to keep following us. Um, this month and next month, we are all about holiday stressors and trying to help you get through them, um, as we <laughs> try to get through them. Uh, so follow us. Like us, download the episodes, review the episodes, rate us on your favorite podcast outlet, um, platform. There we go. Streaming? I don't What do we call these? I don't know. There's so You're many. Learning the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely go rate us, help us out there because we're new and we need followers and readings. Um, and we are expanding. So we are no longer just on Anchor and. Spotify. We are now also on Google Podcast and Amazon Music. Woohoo! So go follow us. It'll be great. It will be great. To discuss too much. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Well, we will see you all next week. Remember, there will be a Wednesday episode right before Thanksgiving. It'll be great. It should be fun. Um, I suspect there will probably be a cocktail or two in my hand in Amber's hands. Um, so join us for that. Because it's going to get wild.